You are listening to the Revolutionary Force in Professional Wrestling Podcast for over 20 years. Reviews, interviews, shoots, news, and opinions like no other. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Ring Scoops. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, wrestling fans all around the world from coast to coast. This is Ring Scoops Podcast. The Ring Scoops Podcast. Or, I don't know. Call it whatever you want. Uh, Facebook, the Facebook, Twitter, the Twitter. The Ring Scoops Podcast. Uh, I am your host, that Ring Scoops guy. And um, I gotta say, man, uh, this episode of the Ring Scoops Podcast, uh, the I, I've kind of toyed with the format a little bit. Uh, certain things that I wanted to do on the show this week or on this episode, uh, certain segments that I was planning, then I unplanned them, then guest spots that I thought, you know what, I'm going to have somebody on the show. And uh, ultimately, just kind of changed my mind, just kind of jump right in real quick with, uh, you know, some of my thoughts on Monday Night Raw this week and Impact Wrestling this week. Um, I was also going to run down some of the news headlines, but you know what? I, 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 I changed my mind on that as well. Last minute. Um, there is going to be one news item I'm talking about in just a minute, uh, that, that happened today, actually, that I thought was, uh, kind of amusing. I just want to kind of give my brief thoughts on that. And then, uh, you know, then I'll jump into, you know, my thoughts on raw and then my thoughts on impact wrestling. Uh, it's been a very, very interesting week in the world of professional wrestling. There, there's um, a lot of interesting stuff going on. Uh, I know one of the things, too, I'm not going to jump too deep into it. I'm going to wait for a couple of days to go by so I can analyze it a little bit more. And I would really like to get my buddy Mac on the show so he and I both can discuss um, what's been going on in the news in regards to you know, investment companies and whatnot uh, given a, a huge, huge uh, jab at Vince McMahon and his business practices as of late, uh, especially with creative and whatnot. And I think this week as well, I think, is going to be the uh, uh, the second quarter earnings report for the WWE. So maybe on the next episode, I can have Mac on there. And we can just break down a lot of that stuff because usually, like, when I usually do the show myself, I give my thoughts on the shows i kind of give reviews tell you what i like dislike and all that kind of stuff but usually when mac and i get on uh you know we do this some of the same of that but mostly whenever he and i get together uh we kind of do a different analysis about the wrestling business that that i don't usually do either by myself or when i have like the da or blade or tin man or any of those guys on the show um, we kind of give a, a, a different perspective on the business side of things, uh, considering both of our uh, education and experience in the business world uh, the last 15, 20 years. Uh, we kind of give a different insight as to that. But uh, the one news thing that I do want to talk about today that I was mentioning you know, earlier about what amused me a little bit, um, and <laughs> I was going to call this segment the shoot shot. Uh, which is ironic considering the, uh, the subject of the, the news item. And it's, 
uh, I don't know if anybody knows this uh, yet or not, or if you're aware of it. Um, but you know, recently in the last week or two, um, Alexa Bliss, uh, WWE superstar, Alexa Bliss has signed up and joined Cameo. And for those that don't know what Cameo is, it's similar to a service that was around a long time ago called Celebrity Voicemail, where you could pay a celebrity and they'll leave you a voicemail. Uh, Cameo is where it's essentially the same thing, except they do a video message. Um, And they got so many different celebrities on there. I almost got one last year. Uh, May 2019, uh, Jonathan Coachman was listed on there for 30 bucks. And I thought to myself, you know what? 30 bucks is not a whole lot. Um, I could shell that out. I was going to ask him and I wrote a little script out and everything. I was going to have him do a, a quick promo for slam and jam CAW stock back in 2019. And I paid for it and everything. He declined it. Ultimately it took a whole week for me to get the money back on it, but yeah, he declined it. But that would have been kind of cool to get Jonathan Coachman to do that. But anyway, going back to the story, um, Alexa Bliss is on that service now. And the celebrities, they get to choose you know, their, their pricing for these uh, video messages. Like I said, last year, Jonathan Coachman was listed at 30 bucks. Don't know if that's the same price or not. I know like Brett the Hitman Hart's on there, I believe. The last time I checked, I think Brett Hart's price, I think, was around five or 600 bucks. Uh, they get just so many different wrestlers and other celebrities from television shows, movies, uh, different sports figures. They've got YouTube, uh, content creators on there, which I think is just mind boggling. I think it's kind of stupid. Um, they got Twitch streamers on there too, you know, and like I get having the celebrities, the movie stars, the musicians, the, uh, the athletes, I, you know, different spokespeople, that kind of stuff. I get having them on there, but Content creators? I mean, come on, man. They, I'm a content creator. Should I fucking be on Cameo? You know what? I'm going to try to get on Cameo. I'm going to try to get myself on Cameo. I'm going to try to get Bobby Spade on Cameo. Fuck it, you know? If anybody else that's on YouTube and does a podcast and all that crap, they can get on there. There should be no reason why I shouldn't be able to get on there. I've been around for a lot longer than a lot of these fuckers. I've been around a lot longer than they, than most of these people have been alive now at this point. Some of these people are like 17, 18, 19 years old. I've been doing this shit for over 20 years. You know what I mean? So anyway, going back to the Alexa thing. So Alexa is on there. And Alexa Bliss, her price is uh, $399, essentially 400 bucks. okay? 400 bucks to get a cameo from Alexa Bliss. You can have Alexa uh, read a script, and she has the right to, to do it or decline it. Um, you can have Alexa say happy birthday, congratulations, just uh, say hello, how's it going, you know, any of that kind of stuff. And it's, it's up to the celebrity's uh, discretion if they want to do this or not, like, like I said last year with the coach, he, he didn't want to do it. I can understand why. He has a contract with, uh, you know, uh, WWE. I think he's still with ESPN. I know he does work, you know, at the Golf Channel as well. So I could see where him, you know, promoting uh, Slam and Jam, which he probably thought was a, a actual promotion when it, it's not. It's a, it's a cartoon wrestling uh, league, you know, on YouTube and Twitch. But they have the right to say yes or no. Um, but there was a dude that spent the three ninety nine, and he 
he shot his chance. He asked Alexa Bliss uh, to go out with him. And Alexa obviously said no. And she said it in such a kind way, you know. And she told the person that there's uh, there's going to be somebody out there for them. Um, I I have to admit it was it was very nice and somber and very um, a soft letdown and whatnot. Um, <laughs> I have no other way to to describe how that was other than it was it was soft. She wasn't. She wasn't stiff with the guy. She worked a soft match with the guy, if you will. Uh, <laughs> and um, what I thought was funny, in addition to the you know the several jokes that people put out there, and it was just kind of insane to spend. I mean, I'm not going to tell anybody to spend their money, how to spend their money, okay? Because I hate it when people tell me how to spend my money. I personally would not spend four hundred dollars um, just to ask out a celebrity. Um, I, I'm going to try to get the most out of that 400 bucks. Um, when I learned that Alexa bliss was on cameo, I got excited and I said, I want to get a cameo from Alexa. But then I saw the price and I said, well, that's not going to happen at least not for a while. If, if that does happen, if I'm going to shell out 400 bucks to get Alexa bliss to do it, it's going to be something along the lines of like, I'm going to save up for it without overdoing it. And when I say that, it would be more like, I'll put $10 a month aside. <laughs> It'll be like a layaway plan. $10 a month. I mean, that's as much as I shell out for the WWE network. I'll shell out, you know, $10 a month until I get to the 400 and I'll pay it out. Not saying that I'm definitely going to do that, but like that would be my plan. I'm not going to just throw 400 bucks out at one shot like that. I'm not going to throw a hundred dollars a month away for four months to save up for it either. It'll be the slowest freaking burn in the world, a dollar a month. And I'll wait 400 months. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, cause to me at that point, that wouldn't be bank breaking. You know what I mean? It would, it, it wouldn't hinder by the time that I would spend that 400 out. I'm not going to miss that 400 bucks. But anyway, so the guy spends 400 bucks, asks her out. She politely says no, says that there's going to be somebody out there for the guy. There, of course, all the jokes about it. Uh, so many people on, on social media just really hammering down on the guy, just joking like crazy. Uh, what I thought was even funnier, because I guess this went down today, um, July 29th, 2020, recording this at 4.58 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, by the way. Um, in the same day, Alexa is tweeting out these different, uh, this different charity promotion that she's doing where people can donate, I think it's 10 or 20 bucks for a chance to like, I guess have a video conference or uh, something, uh, with, with Alexa bliss, with uh, singer songwriter, Ryan Cabrera, who in real life is Alexa bliss's boyfriend. They're together. They're a couple. And then um, a member of the band Bowling for Soup. So it's kind of cool. Like you could like, you know, it's like a drawing, but you have to shell out money for it. And it's like, I think it's like 10 bucks uh, or 20 bucks and you go into the drawing for it. But also for $50 donation, you can get a shout out from Alexa Bliss. I'm going to say that one more time. 
for a $50 donation, you can get a shout-out from Alexa Bliss. Now, do you see where the comedy comes into this? Do you see? Because you know what they say about comedy. It's all about the timing. So when I say, do you see what the comedy is about this? I mean the timing. The same day that somebody, like news breaks, because he probably didn't do it this same day, probably you know in the last week, but the timing of it, okay, the proximity of this. A guy spends $400 to ask Alexa Bliss out one of the most expensive denials ever. I'm, and I say one of because I know that there's guys out there that probably spent thousands of dollars to propose to a girlfriend and they probably said no. And that, you know, that's a, that's a rejection right there. A very expensive rejection. A $400 rejection goes out today. And in the same day, Alexa decides to put out <laughs> the charity promotion that for 50 bucks that you can get a shout out. So if this dude would have just waited until today, he could have saved $350 probably put that money towards, uh, you know, something else. But like I said, I'm not going to, I'm not going to be the guy that tells somebody how to spend their money. Cause I, I don't like it when people tell me how to spend my money. So why the hell would I tell somebody else how to spend their money? I mean, I guess kudos to the guy for having, you know, the money to do it. I would assume that it, 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 to him, 400 bucks is disposable money. Uh, and if that's the case, then more power to him because whatever he's doing in life to make his income, he's doing it right. If he's got 400 bucks just to ask somebody out celebrity or no celebrity. Um, it's just like, <laughs> it's just like the, that meme that went around, uh, with this, you know, a, a nerdy looking dude that's got all these different action figures and collectibles and cosplay stuff on there. And, you know, at first glance, you know, you kind of chuckle at it and be like, wow, this dude's got like a lot of like, you know, geek items and all that stuff. But like the caption said, you know, more power to this dude because obviously he's got a steady enough job to be able to afford all of this stuff and, you know, still have a house and, and all that kind of stuff too, which means, you know, you've really put deep thought into that meme the dude is living a successful life on his terms. He's got a roof over his head. He's well fed. Um, he, he's got a hobby. He can afford his hobby and whatnot. So that's the way I look at it. I'm not going to trash the guy. Uh, I chuckled at it, but I'm not going to trash the guy. Um, you know, if if I had uh, enough income where 400 bucks was disposable to me, would I spend 400 bucks on Alexa Bliss to do a cameo? Uh, at that point, it would be a little easier for me to say yes, but I probably would still lean towards no and still do the save up plan. Um, and and yeah, I'm you know I'm just go go ahead and end it right there on that whole thought process. Anyway, that's that. I just wanted to kind of talk about that a little bit. Um, you know, maybe on the next episode, if I have any special guest on, I want to I want to revisit this situation, this news item. I want to revisit this. I want to have a conversation with somebody about this. I want to get their thoughts on it. Um, I, I think it's a very interesting thing. I mean, shit, I ran almost 15 minutes on this topic just alone. Um, that's, that's insane. And I have not talked about wrestling yet on this wrestling program, but that'll change. Cause I'm going to give my thoughts on Monday night raw, give my thoughts on impact wrestling 
in just a moment. You're listening to the Ring Scoops podcast right here on ringscoops.com, anchor.fm slash ringscoops, and youtube.com slash ringscoops. All right, so um, this past week on Monday Night Raw, um, I, had to, I had to watch the Hulu version of it, which I really enjoyed because it was only 90 minutes. I didn't have to spend three hours to watch Monday Night Raw. I, I looked, you know, based off my notes that I wrote while watching Monday Night Raw, uh, I compared that to the actual results of the show and whatnot and what I've watched on Hulu just to see what they cut out. I guess it was just two matches that they cut out, maybe, maybe some other segments, but it was two matches that they cut out. Um, from the looks of it, it doesn't seem like maybe I missed out on too much, but I did watch raw from Hulu just to let you guys know what or how I watched raw in case, you know, you're listening to this and you're like, well, dude, you didn't talk about this. That's because it didn't happen on my feed that I watched. So there you go. I watched, um, like I said, I watched, uh, raw on Hulu. I watched, uh, impact on demand. So I was able to catch, uh, pretty much everything on impact. Uh, but I missed like two matches on Raw. I didn't even bother looking at clips or nothing like that. I just, you know, whatever was on the Hulu feed. Just to kind of paint the picture of how I watched both of these programs. But without further ado, I'm going to give my thoughts. I wrote my notes down to give my thoughts on Raw. Um, I thought that the show opened up with, you know, with, with Randy Orton. I thought it was a very strong promo by Ram, Randy Orton. Um, one thing that I, I noticed, and it was in the middle of it that I noticed it too, was that how much it grabbed my attention. Not only did it grab my attention, but it kept my attention as well. I thought the uh, as far as the, the the promo goes, the pace of it, the tone of it, it was perfect. It hit everything it needed to hit. It was very short and sweet as well as right to the point. Randy Orton is one of the best talkers on the mic, and it definitely shows in this opening uh, promo in Monday Night Raw. But then... Right afterwards, as he left, Nia Jax came out. Nia Jax cut a promo right after, and it sucked. Uh, then there was a brawl with Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. I thought this particular brawl was sloppy as hell, but thankfully it was quick. But at the same time, it killed the momentum of such a great Randy Orton promo. To me, it just killed the momentum of a very strong opening to Monday Night Raw. And I was cooled down a little bit. But things changed because we had a three-way tag team match. Um, I thought that the, the tag team match with Andrade and Garza um, versus uh, the Viking Raiders and... Um, shit, I can't even remember... The uh, the other team in the damn match. Um, I didn't write it down in my notes. Anyway, I'll just go with what's in my notes. Uh, Andrade Garza and Zelina. That's uh, definitely an act that I love to see on TV. I thought when Paul Heyman was had the book for Raw, I thought that he balanced them out very well. He was able to get them established and get them over um, as a as a really solid group. And uh, with Pritchard at the helm, <clears throat> Pritchard at the helm of Monday Night Raw, it doesn't look like that train is going to be slowing down a whole lot. It's more geared towards the tag team division than anything with singles. But they're still on a uh, on a gravy train with biscuit wheels, as they say. 
Uh, now that uh, Andrade and Garza, they've earned uh, a shot at the Street Profits for the tag titles at SummerSlam, I'm, I'm looking forward to that as well. Uh, both teams, they have a lot of really good heat between them, and it's really good heat. Uh, and that's important right there. I enjoyed that. That was a really good, solid match. Um, if you're going to skip around on Monday Night Raw, don't skip that match. Uh, then we had Nia Jax versus Shayna Baszler. Uh, I don't know why we had to see them second. I would have I would have completely cut the opening brawl, and I just would have made the like this match or this segment or whatever this, you can call this. I just would have had it in by itself like that. But it was supposed to be Nia Jax versus Shayna Baszler, and I will admire the heat and the fire with this brawl. It was a lot better than the one earlier, and but. I just can't get into Nia Jax. I mean, I love Shayna Baszler's work. I love what she can do in and out of the ring. Uh, I think she's a tremendous talent. I wish that she was in a better role than she's in right now. But at the same time, she's on television. So I'm not going to complain too much about that. The only question that I do have coming out of this segment isn't, it's not, can, can we see more? Can we get more of that? Uh, my question is this, when the hell did the WWE hire Seth Green? As one of their security guys. That 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 dude just looked ridiculous. He really did. Uh, moving along. Um, I loved the Seth Rollins promo. I thought it was a really solid promo. Seth Rollins, another guy in the mic that can talk very well. He could talk people into the building and whatnot. Uh, Dominic came down. There was a beat down on Dominic. I thought that was great. Um, one thing that kept popping in my mind while I was watching this, it, it just reminded me so much as a kid when I was watching the feud between Dusty Rhodes and Ted DiBiase, you know, from the 90s. And uh, DiBiase and Virgil would beat down Dusty, and Dustin Rhodes would be there, and he was used for a bit, and they built up, you know, a big tag match and whatnot. Um, So I'm kind of like, I'm getting those vibes with, you know, Seth Rollins and, and Murphy with, you know, Ray and Dominic. And then Aleister Black is also on this program, too. And I think that's great, considering his history with with Murphy. Um, Their trilogy of matches was the spark for Murphy to join up with Seth Rollins and be in the role that he's in right now. And it's a very good role because down the road, there's going to be big money in Seth versus Murphy. Um, But so the history with Aleister Black popping him in there, too, because Ray's out of the picture at the moment, right? So Alistair Black popped in there. It's just smart booking. It's branching storylines. I know my buddy Mac loves branching storylines. I do as well. It's something that they did way back in the day. And, you know, they're doing it now with this. And it's it's good. It's always good to do that because you can milk everything a lot more for what it's worth. Um, I also enjoyed, you know, Seth telling Murphy to take out Alistair Black's eye. And then, of course, to end the segment, Dominic got in some action with a kendo stick. He got some really good shots in there, broke up the segment. Overall, I thought it was very good television, very solid TV right there. Uh, then we also had uh, the Raw Women's Championship match, Sasha Banks versus Asuka. Uh, if anybody interfered or if there was any foul play, they would lose the match, lose the championship, the other person would win it and whatnot. I, I tried my best to get into this match, but I I just couldn't. I don't know what it is. I really don't. But I can count on four different occasions that I found myself getting a little bit bored 
started to passively watch and listen to the show while I did other things like check the Twitter feed and whatnot uh, while Raw was playing up. I, I caught myself and I tried to pay attention. I really did. I just, there was, I don't know what it is. I can't pinpoint what it was. It just did not draw me into this match. Um, I thought their work at the pay-per-view, that shit fest of a pay-per-view, the Extreme Rules, uh, or Extreme Fools is what we should call it. Um, I thought what they did there was a lot better than what they did on Raw. And I think that the finish to their match on Raw was complete bullshit. Bailey pretty much killing Kyrie Sane in the back, prompting Asuka to leave and get counted out. And Sasha wins. Sasha Banks is the Raw Women's Champion. Bailey is the SmackDown Women's Champion. Together, there are the women tag team champions. I just, I don't get the hype for Sasha Banks. I really don't. I mean, she's okay, but she's not as great as, as a lot of the fans make her out to be. And I'm with Ember Moon on the frustration and wonderment of why are all of the titles wrapped around these two women? There's a lot of other women in the division that are both working the shows and are sitting at home waiting for something to do. That could be popped into this. But I'm not going to be too crucial about it. Those are That's probably the extent of my thoughts on it up to right now. I'm going to wait and see how this plays out before I really critique it. I mean, we're only two days into Sasha having the women's, the Raw Women's Championship. So let's see where this goes. Uh, the show ended with uh, Drew McIntyre versus Dolph Ziggler. Uh, Drew... Uh, got to pick a stipulation, said Extreme Rules match. Yeah, the match wasn't too bad. Um, I think, you know, for this match here to work, they had to do, to do the match that they did at Extreme Rules, where, you know, uh, Drew couldn't do anything. He had to wrestle a straight match. But on Raw, this Extreme Rules match, Drew got to use weapons. So there was a little bit more heat. They were able to maintain the momentum and keep the heat going throughout the match. And Drew could definitely go. Dolph can go, Drew can go, can't go wrong with two guys that can go, hooking it up in the ring like that. They've got history from a few years ago when they were together. they got history now from the pay-per-view and this past week and whatnot. Then RKO out of nowhere came. And I got to say this, man. Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton at SummerSlam has got great potential. And I like how Raw was uh, bookended by Randy Orton and this program. It opened up with a challenge. And the show ended with the acceptance of the challenge, going into a match, there's some heat, and it just wasn't overdone all night either. Um, it was paced out very well. We didn't see Randy Orton or Drew McIntyre in every single segment all night long. It just it was nice. It was bookended very well. And that's definitely a Bruce Pritchard thing. You know, a lot of guys, you can tell who's booking by certain things that they do, right? Like when when uh, Roman Reigns on SmackDown, you know, when things were falling on top of him, having accidents in the back. I talked about this with Mac. We both agreed on it. That's an Eric Bischoff thing. Definitely an Eric Bischoff thing. The whole thing with uh, Rusev, Lashley, and Lana. That's definitely a Heyman thing. Bookending a show with nice pacing about it, not overdoing it, is a Bruce Pritchard thing. I liked it. Overall, I think the the tag match was really solid. Uh, Orton and Drew uh, and Seth were all what I enjoyed on this episode as well. I think the the, the rest is pretty much forgettable, uh, but that's my thoughts on Monday Night Raw. 
Moving on over to Impact Wrestling. We had a world title match. Eddie Edwards defending the uh, championship against Trey Miguel. I thought Trey looked very good in this match. Uh, this is like one of those kind of matches. Like It reminds me of when Andrade showed up on the main roster. And he was having those series of matches from time to time with like a guy like AJ Styles. Where we knew he wasn't going to win. But he just it raised his profile. Up to the point where we have the Andrade that we have now. I think that's the same vibe that I got from this match. Eddie Edwards versus Trey Miguel. Um, you know, he looked good in the match. I hope it raises his profile. I hope they continue to do that. Because I think Trey has a huge upside in the company. Whether it be in the X division. Uh, he's proved it in the tag team division. Or if they want to make him a world champ down the road. You know, right now is the time to start building that guy. I still think that Eddie Edwards uh, visually looks like a goof despite being able to work. I I know he can work. I know he can work. It's just, I don't know, man, like the gear that he has on, the missing tooth thing, and I'm I'm not one that that should be talking about people with, with issues with their teeth. I got fucked up teeth myself, but, you know, it just, I don't know. I wish they would do something a little different with Eddie Edwards, but you know what? Who am I? It's working, right? I guess. So I think this uh, Eddie Edwards and Eric Young program is going to be really good. I love that. The, uh, I love the heat that they're building. Eric Young back at impact has made me extremely happy. Eric Young said something recently too on Twitter. I just kind of want to talk about that a little bit. Um, just real briefly that I get right back into the thoughts on impact this week. Um, Eric Young recently did an interview and he said, quote, I was an enhancement guy for guys they were pushing. If that's what you decide, you're paying me and I'm an employee, then I'm going to do, then uh, that's what I'm going to do, end quote. And I think that's the best take that I've heard from anybody that was in WWE and they left. Um, you know, at the end of the day, you either do your job or you leave your job. I don't care what line of work you're in. You, you don't walk into a workplace, tell your boss what you're going to be doing that day. It's just not how it's done. You know what I mean? Either you do what you're being paid for or you find another job. You don't waste your time. You don't waste your employer's time. And kudos to Eric Young for, you know, for knowing that and for publicly putting that out there. Uh, All right, moving along. Wrestle House. (laughs) In the intro, one of my favorite things that I heard, and I just, I love this line. I really love this line. When people stop kayfabing and start shooting, as genius, as genius. Uh, with Russell House, though, like on the surface, I, this this looks like it'll be shit. But after watching it for a while, I actually kind of found it entertaining. Um, Susie and Kylie Ray, they're just too nice and too cute. They're they're great on this thing. This is just perfect for them. Um, Tommy Dreamer is the swarmy host. It's, it's genius. It's perfect. And this kind of environment, in my opinion, is perfect for a guy like Johnny Swinger. And we got we, we got like two matches out of this whole thing throughout the night as well. Um, Ace Romero and Crazy Steve. The winner gets to sleep in the ring. I thought it was a very quick and fun comedy match. And then uh, Cody and Jake Diener arguing over, you know, the snoring in the room. So they had a match where the loser had to leave the room. That's um, <laughs> great. Never thought I would ever say that that was the reason why somebody had a match. 
But then again, remember Kane and Jericho back in the end of uh, 2000, they had a program be over spilt coffee. So, But anyway, uh, Jake Diener won that match. Uh, Ace Romero won the match with Crazy Steve. But I just... Interesting concept all around with this wrestle house. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes from here. Um, I'm definitely not shitting on this. Uh, I I I'm intrigued. I very much am intrigued. Uh, EC3 and Moose. This is a slow burn, man. And I'm I'm building. I'm I'm loving the 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 build up for this. The building is nice. It's 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 going at a really good pace. Also enjoying the stuff with Heath. Uh, enjoying that material um next week i guess it's going to be heath and moose going at it and if heath wins then he earns a contract with impact wrestling and i i hope that they don't string this out too long i hope um i hope that ec3 shows up causes moose to lose the belt or not the belt but you lose the match and heath gets his contract right away um while i'm enjoying this i also don't want to see this like spread out for a couple of months you know it's it's funny to revisit what the WWE did four years ago, um, but you know it's played out. It, it's a nice little revisit. It's fun to get a quick little laugh about this. But give him his contract and and put him on the roster, and let's see what they can do with him. Uh, we got a, a, a knockouts match. Uh, the knockouts champion Deanna Perrazzo, non-title match versus Kimberly. I've always enjoyed watching Kimberly work. Um, I think she's a tremendous talent. It's very unfortunate, you know, that she didn't really, uh, you know, make it, um, you know, with the Mae Young Classic and a run with the WWE. But, you know, oh, well, she's still in the in the business fighting and working and putting on some good matches. Um, as far as Deanna Perrazzo goes, like I said last episode, to me, I think she's kind of boring a little sloppy um i thought the match was okay uh, i really hope that jordan grace is able to get the, the belt back soon and it was good to see grace come out and her and diana go at it it's building some good heat between the two and that's always a good thing right there because when you have enough heat you can tell enough story it doesn't matter what what you could do in the ring as long as you're still being able to tell a good story i i mean i don't know about other people but i'll look past if if the person bores me because they're not boring at that point if they're able to tell a good story, um, but yeah, I'm just I'm not digging Deanna Prazo. I just don't get what the hype is about this chick. I really don't. I think there's a lot better workers on the roster that should have that championship. Kimberly's one of them. Jordan Grace is is another one where she shouldn't have never lost the belt. Um, I'm just not a fan of bringing somebody in immediately and giving them a title too. Because that just makes like that that makes it look like uh, the people that have always been there, you know, they're jabronis. If she comes in from an NXT run, immediately gets put in the title picture and wins. Like I just I've never been a fan of that. Maybe that's another thing that's stacked on top of the Deanna Peraza thing, and that's not that's not her fault. That's Booking's fault, but. Even before that, in her NXT run, I just never really saw the big hype behind her. Um, RVD and Katie Forbes. i just not interested in this crap. It Forbes is just awkward as hell. The way she talks, the way she looks, the way she moves, like just her delivery on things. I just, I'm not digging it, man. All due respect to RVD. 
But I'm just, I'm not into this, bro. I'm just not. Uh, then we saw the Good Brothers taking on Reno Scum. Reno Scum's a great tag team. I'd love to see these guys work. Uh, Good Brothers um, making their in-ring debut. The match did its job. It established the Good Brothers. It put them over. It built up the Good Brothers. And then after the match, you know, they, they added some steam to the program with Ace Austin and uh, and Fulton and whatnot. And Ace Austin, man, this, this kid's got a bright future in the business. He really does. Uh, overall, though, uh, good progression on, on the stories that are going on in Impact Wrestling. Trey looked really good. Wrestle House was fun to watch. Um, not too shabby of a show. You know, I got to say, good job, Impact. Good job. Good job. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank everybody out there for tuning in to this episode of the Ring Scoops podcast right here on ringscoops.com. YouTube.com slash ringscoops, anchor.fm slash ringscoops. If you would like to follow ringscoops on social media, it's Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, all with the same username, ringscoops. And also twitch.ringscoops.com if you want to check out some of the live Twitch feeds, uh, the streams that we do. It's like Slam and Jam and whatnot. It's good stuff, man. And, uh, of course, ProWrestlingTees.com slash RingScoops as well for all your RingScoops merchandise. ProWrestlingTees.com slash RingScoops. That's it for this episode of the RingScoops podcast. Thank you all for tuning in. Until next time, I'm that RingScoops guy saying thank you, good night, and be cool.